0: Our letter for today is S and our agile word is SPRINT. So, SPRINT sounds like just like what we think about it in layman terms. It's just a fast-paced, kind of energetic, a burst toward the finish line. The sprints are timed box increments or iterations and in that time box We commit on the front end what we're going to accomplish. And then we, throughout that sprint, are making sure we have the right forward momentum in order to deliver on our commitment and our promise. And that's one thing that's important in Agile is the team demonstrates back to the product owner that they're able to deliver on their commitments. If they're able to deliver on their small sprint commitments then ultimately the product owner gets to see that progress and the consistency and then they have more confidence that we're going to meet the end goal. The other way of software delivery was the Big Bang. You got a lot But it was after waiting a long period of time, in some case, there was misinterpretation or miscommunication as to the progress. So unfortunately, if there was a disconnect and what was going to be delivered, the product owner or business owner didn't know until you were so far along, there wasn't any time to. Adjust or to recognize the shortfall you just were basically you were told and it was something that you had to live with and deal with so the earlier communication the earlier that you know about even your red flags that transparency is also contributes to building up that confidence because that's better than being lied to And then being very disappointed. And or there being major repercussions that impact the business and customers. But it's way too late to do any damage control. Now, what I want to also talk about on this topic of sprint and sprint execution. Is that in order for people to move at a fast pace. To put that type of sustained energy, sprint after sprint, we have to recognize that there has to be certain groundwork and foundation that makes that sprint possible and sustainable. And along those lines, if you don't set up certain foundations, then you're just going to wear down your team. Your team will get fatigued and ultimately burn out. And one of the first things that a scrum master needs to always be looking at is the team healthy. Is it healthy enough to move forward and to sustain another sprint, to sustain that pace? If not, then A, you may just be more focused on the velocity than your team. If a team is losing team members, I wouldn't just chalk that up to the team members couldn't handle it. I would chalk it up to the scrum master isn't protecting the team. There's some sprints and they go by different names and have different intentions but for example every so often our team had a learning sprint. That was time where we didn't take on a full load but instead use that as an opportunity to do some housekeeping If there were some classes that could be scheduled during that time or some knowledge transfer, even some of the administrative documentation, even some spikes to do some of the groundwork for future sprints. But it was just kind of a sprint where the pace was a little bit slower in order for the teams to get re-energized. So, scrum masters need to be aware when is it time for an administrative sprint. Now, in the world of safe, scaled, agile framework (SAF, with the silent e), the safe framework, they also call that a hip. That's where you do what they call the hardening, the innovation, and the planning. So, and it may be a full sprint. So, if you're Typically doing two-week sprints, it might be a full two weeks or you may only make your hip sprints or your learning sprints one week and then you can resume your regular two-week sprints. Another component that's so important so that you can sustain these sprints is making sure that there's backlog grooming that's being done on a regular basis so you have a good, clean, healthy backlog. And what this means is that You can't fully allocate the team just to doing the development for the sprint. There has to be time where they can meet and have conversations about upcoming stories and what's needed so that they're ready. So when you get to your planning sessions, you can talk about, plan, prioritize, and feel confident about the level of effort because you've done some grooming of those stories target it for the next sprint. Now, I dare say, in my terms and translation, grooming also is what we previously would call analysis. Are you doing your analysis of your stories to prep them for a meaningful conversation around prioritizing and planning? That's the true translation of grooming. Now, the other piece, too, is... During these sprints, you need to have time to do your due diligence as far as QA. You need to have your time to do technical reviews. It's not just create code, test it. If it works, then check a box. Remember, quality software is part of the pillars and values of Agile. And within that comes the appropriate amount of documentation To support the code. Or to support the system. So, sprints, again, they're fast-paced, energetic, high energy. But you've got to do, not just the grooming of your backlog, but you've got to do some due diligence of your team members. These are human beings. They, like anyone else, need to be recharged. So, whether you're the Scrum Master or not, make sure. If you see fatigue on your team, one of my workshops about healthy teams gives any member on the team permission to call timeout for the team. This is something that you can do during the planning sessions. Hopefully, you don't have to call a timeout in the middle of a sprint. But, when you get to a planning session someone can raise their hand for a time out. This is, in the long run, much better than losing valuable resources and breaking up a team that's on its way to being a high-performing team. So, take that into consideration and stay with us as we continue through our Agile alphabet. Thanks for joining us.